You are listening to the Sports Jones Podcast with Andrew Jones. Yo, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Sports Jones Podcast. I'm Andrew Jones, coming back again with Grant Robinson, Trexus Griffin, and Jerry Brossard. What's good, everybody? What's good? Chillin' Jones. Here. Same here, so subdued, bro. There's a, there's a lot of stuff going on, man, in the NBA and Ain't everywhere. That the truth. Yeah, we're gonna Ooh. get some NBA talk with the free agency period just starting yesterday. Um, we're also gonna get into some NFL talk, but um, yeah, man, big big news, big news in the NBA with big trades, um, signing trades. Um, guys, man, we, can we all agree that Milwaukee right now probably wins? The NBA free agency so far? Uh, I would say OKC again, man. Like, look what they have turned around with everything. It's just yeah. ridiculous. I mean, no. like, if you look for next season-wise, yes. But as a franchise-wise, I mean, OKC, I mean, we'll see if they'll win the championship in 2030. <laughs> well, okay, wait. This is where, like, what Jerry said, that's, like, all around the media today. I, I was going to wait till later to get into this. But we'll go one by one, I guess, right? Mm. So let's start with OKC. Because that is a way of, look, every other winner we're going to discuss is about this year. OKC is clearly, what, 17 firsts over the next seven years? Give or take, yeah. Great, sure. At least five picks. Whose are those, though? But whose first are those, right? You're not getting lottery picks. You're not getting, or you're probably not getting, you might. Like the the Clippers don't hold their end of the bargain. Well, so we'll see, right? But I will say this. I see a lot of tweets out there like Sam Presti is the best GM bar none like he's made some don't get me wrong the three moves like Westbrook into Chris Paul and then those Mm -hmm. multiple picks and then you trade Paul for man all these picks you just got you know what I mean like he you got some good players and even for Paul George you got Gallinari SGA like you got some good players back Mm -hmm. those two moves and the Chris Paul trade sorry yeah getting that now I mean great moves right there you can't argue with the value we got for Westbrook uh Paul or Paul George. Right. Like that's he won those three trades by a mile for sure. For the future well, though, not for so the what present. Else has he done? Like I, I, he took over what 13 years whatever it is, something like that. Mm-hmm. He had a very good first couple drafts, I'll give him that. Yes. Uh but Kevin Durant second overall, Westbrook fourth, Harden third. They were all going to get picked around there. It's not like he went way off the board. Right. You know, now, did he pick the three right guys? Yes. And Ibaka, too, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they go, no NBA championships with that roster. You made one final. Yeah. You won the first game, got well, the reverse sweep, right? Uh, the gentleman sweep, as they call it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But four straight first round exits since. They've had no playoffs. You let Kevin Durant walk, which I get it. It's not in your full control. But as a GM, attracting the best player in the or one of the best players in the game is a big thing. You didn't put up a roster that he felt he could win with. He had to leave. And the other moves, I'm sorry, man. Trading Harden for Jeremy Lamb, Kevin Martin, Steven Adams, and Mitch McGarry. Yeah. Mitch McGarry, man. Although, I'm sorry. Steven Adams. I'm sorry. Steven Adams is a server. Steven Adams, yes, but not for James Harden. Not for no. James Harden. Now, no. James Harden wasn't who he was. Right. But as a talent evaluator, he played on your team for four years. You yeah. should know this. And then you traded, man, to get Paul George, Ola, Oladipo, uh, Sabonis. Man, like, you've, 
he's lost some big trades too. He did. Yes. He that did. have set this franchise yeah. back. So for me, what it shows me is he's one of those GMs. It's like the Mark Bergman with the Habs, right? When they were a good team and they needed moves to put them over the top, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. When it's about losing and not winning and just acquiring assets, he's good at that. You know, like, so I'll give him good points for this offseason, like Jerry said, but I'm not going to say he's the best GM in the league. I'll take the guys that are winning championships over the guys collecting draft picks personally. Mm-hmm. I want to say Milwaukee. I mean, even though, look, I think they give up a lot for Drew Holiday, like three firsts. Yeah. Even though, like you said, Andrew, they those firsts may not pan out. They're going to be maybe mid-tier picks mm-hmm. down the road. Still an awful lot. As much as I like Drew Holiday, I think And Fox. Yeah. 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 And Bogdanovich as well. Uh, I love Bogdanovich. I think that's a, a very crafty move. Uh, they've done, they've put places, pieces in place to say to Giannis, you know what? We're committed to you so that he can sign that max deal. He can sign, I think, this year, which is five years, uh, I think 250, the max, super max deal, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I think they're showing that, they're showing uh, Giannis, you know what? With these moves, we're willing, we're willing to contend now and for the future, and we want to build around you. So, so he doesn't walk like next year. So I think so far, Milwaukee has done well. It's only been day one. Beyond the trades, like with Chris Paul at Gone Phoenix, I still would say Milwaukee's been uh, the forefront runner so far. I mean, but they kind of had to. What do you think of the Chris Paul to Phoenix Suns trade? I like it. I like I it. Like I think it. they can make some noise in the West. I know they gave up Kelly Oubre, who had a really good year last year. Mm. And Chris Paul's kind of on his last legs at 35, but uh, I think he You look good last year. year. A really good year last year. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So I think he can help mentor Devin Booker. Helped DeAndre Ayton in the development. And he also played for Monty Williams back in the day when he was in New Orleans. In so New Orleans, yep. Really already there, right? So if they had a couple pieces, they can be, I won't say they're a contender yet, but they're a team that could be on the cusp of making the playoffs. They haven't made the playoffs in, like, in the last 10 years, eight, give nine take, years, yeah. give or take. So this is a move to make the playoffs and build on that. So I like that move. I actually, yeah, like They the- have a ton of youth, right? They already have the youth. This gives you that vet presence. He's, he's argued, I mean, he kind of lost some points for the before last year, right? His stock dropped, but there were people at some point saying he's possibly the best point guard of all time. I wouldn't say that, but he was consistent enough without the championship, right? That's what he was missing. But everything else, like as a floor general, as a leader, he showed that his entire career. He's absolutely the type of guy you would want. Like, I'll use LeBron. Dwayne Wade was not 35, when he played with LeBron, right. but with his knees, he was like the first year he was young, he was ready. And then after that, he wasn't putting up 25 a game. You right. know what I mean? But it was a guy that still had that elite level when it mattered. And if you can have Chris Paul, you know, just open up the floor for a guy like Booker who really, we saw again, the bubble was what? Nine games, eight, eight, nine games, eight games. Yeah. Eight games, eight games. So it wasn't a big, but it was a window where Phoenix saw, man, look at the attention we just got. Look at like winning when we're on a roll, like it's there. Go, for, I love that they went for it. And yes, the prices both these teams paid Milwaukee and Phoenix. I mean, Milwaukee paid a lot more, I would say. With I think a, Milwaukee was more desperate though. So, but compared, exa- like Jerry, I heard Jerry in the background say they had to, which he's absolutely right. Yeah, because Giannis, I- I'm sorry for the guy who won two MVPs in a row, you won MVP and defensive MVP. And you didn't look that great in the playoffs. Like he didn't look 
like a dominant force and they just barely lost. That's two years in a row. You disappoint. He was going to leave and he still might. But if those three first get you J. Rue Holiday and get you Giannis, now it's not. Now three first is a steal. Yeah. So well, they, they're going for it. Yeah, but they they need to go for it. And the Phoenix Suns, I mean, the trade for I like Chris Paul with the Suns, but I don't think it's going to do much. He's a thirty-five year old point guard, and he's a guy that would help out a championship team more than a young team, in my opinion. Yeah, I completely agree with you, brother. And and the Suns, like, they're not going to win the West for like. Look at the West. The West is jam packed. I mean, he might make them a third or fourth seed. I mean, with Houston, like, what's going on in Houston? Who knows? Like, who they'll roster on the court next year, but uh, Phoenix might be that new Houston Rockets team, but I think it's a waste in a sense because I think Rubio basically brings the same thing except leadership that uh, Chris Paul brings. That's the only thing. And I mean, I guess if you want to prepare Phoenix for the next uh, five to 10 years, I mean, go for that trade, but I think it was a waste uh, of a trade to give that. And I mean, Kelly Oubre, like I know, like uh, in Phoenix, he was loved. Like a lot of people Mm -hmm. in Phoenix love Kelly Oubre and that's who they're like sad about losing. They're not sad about losing Rubio or the other pieces. They're just sad about losing Oubre. And I mean, Oubre picked up his game too. And once he made it to Phoenix. He had a career year. Average close to 19 a game. So yeah, I, I, I'm with you, Jerry, though, because the idea for me was the, looking at Chris Paul, knowing that he's on his last legs as, you know, you know, of his career is like 35 years old. I was thinking more of a veteran, a veteran team like the Clippers, like the Lakers, yeah. like the, the Clippers would have fit. The Clippers, Clippers would have made the most of the sense. As a guy who does like I like the Lakers, I, I, I want LeBron to keep winning. Of course. Yeah, that would yeah. that would have been a move that like. Chris Paul, I, I really like what he brings. I don't think going to the Lakers would have helped much because that's what LeBron's been doing for them. Right. LeBron is that facilitator, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, it could help. It could still help, but not as much as a team like the Clippers. You have Chris Paul open up space for Kawhi. You and know what I mean? That's yeah. that's very different team. That's a much more dangerous team. I think it was if it wasn't Clippers though, what other top team needed a Chris Paul right now? That was like ready to win. That's the thing that that's where the, the you know, the, the clouds get a little foggy because yeah. there were really no major contenders mm-hmm. that you could say absolutely needed a point guard unless you wanted to say the New Orleans Pelicans. Imagine Chris Paul and the Pelicans. Fair. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they made young, a legit. Man, he almost made OKC competitive last year. Well, that's what I'm saying. That yeah, should not have been competitive. Like, no, they like really I, I think that OK, like I think the Pelicans they have a lot enough talent where I feel they can be better than OKC if Chris Paul was on that team. Now, yep. I, as far as championship teams like the Clippers and and the Bucks, um, I I can't see any other teams that absolutely could say, well, well, we need a Chris Paul. To that's why to I think push the, us over the top. fit worked. Yes. That's why I think it worked because he looked at the landscape and let's say the Clippers win or he didn't want to go to the Clippers. Let's say, I don't know. Well, apparently I don't know he why did. he wouldn't. I have. heard rumors he that they, the Clippers. I would have for sure if I was him. Yeah. But something didn't work, whether it was one of the sides clearly said no. So he went for Phoenix. Mm-hmm. You're on a young team. If they get the Chris Paul from last year, you're very happy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you get the other Chris Paul, like that Jerry's saying, that is a 35-year-old, it's not going to be a huge win. Mm-hmm. But it does help your young players have the right attitude, help them. You know what I mean? Like these young stars, it does help mold people. I don't care what anybody no says. 
No doubt. It does for sure. So I, I love the movement though. I'm not going to lie. It's, yeah. it's not even close to being done, but I remember rumors like J. Rue Holiday, people were saying, oh, the Lakers in the offseason should go after three first and two. They were not going to have the ammo to go get they that. Have the they didn't have the capital. That they, they didn't have anywhere close to that. So it was like, man, you look at it, like the rumors, there's rumors the Lakers are going to acquire someone. There's rumors that Harden might. Well, again, when people are listening to this, maybe these will be facts. But what, what do you guys think about the, again, we're not reporting it. It's not done yet. But there are rumors. Jerry, you you were all over this. I'm, I'm, I'm all over it. I mean, I, I, I think it's almost like a done deal. Like, I won't say it's official, but uh, like the guy that said that uh, it, it's basically a verbal agreement is the guy, same guy that said that KD and Kyrie or sorry, that Kevin Durant was going to the Nets. Uh, just the way that everything has just like happened in the last few days three days ago nobody heard of this and all of a sudden some guy tweeted that oh i, I heard that harden's on his way to the nets and then people were like that's crazy that's not happening and then uh the next day harden refuses 50 million dollars a year then two hours after that he wants to go to brooklyn so just the way that everything is just happening it's like it's almost written in stone that he'll be in a brooklyn nets uh jersey and uh i mean now there's reports saying that he gets along with the John Say, the guy that owns the Brooklyn Nets. He's part of Alibaba. Uh, I don't know if this is true, but the new owner, Fratella, supposedly he's a big Trump supporter and Harden's against Trump. Just like so many things are happening now in the last four or five, like this went from zero to 100 so quick. Like, and I've never seen that happen with a superstar ever. Well, don't be surprised well, that a rich white owner too, is, a, right? is a Trump fan. Let's just let's put it out there. So, no, no, I'm not surprised. The, the NBA is probably like full. Yeah, of Trump that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I, I think that's a ploy. I actually respect it because when I talked about this earlier today, the rumors and do I think it's valid? Like I said, until Waj or Sham say it, I know it's not official. Exactly. But yeah, it's exactly. clearly there's smoke. Like Jerry said, clearly this is being, it is definitely further along the tracks than just an idea. Right, no, no, like for there sure. is for sure. things that are working, but I like the pressure he put on the GM saying that. Like, if he really wants out, right, you have no control. They could keep you and say we're gonna try and make it work, and that's it. Yep. And that's why it. would they trade? Man, he's been in the MVP. Like, it's not just like he was third in MVP voting last year. The last five years, he's what second? I think the first of those was ninth, and then since then is second, third, or one mm -hmm. every year. He's been his That's second the last two years. Yep. So we talk about Kevin Durant, like he's one of the best in the game. Kevin Durant hasn't finished top five in uh, MVP voting in like six years. True. And I'm not saying that's everything, but sorry. Say, if though, you look but... about it on the, sorry, if I was gonna say you look at it on from the the Rocket side, mm. they have they have until 2023. Yeah. Yep. They don't have to do anything. What's yeah. to say that the Rockets say, you know what? Yeah, it's nice you want to go to, to Brooklyn, but. You don't have a package to worthwhile me, in trading. To there. me, if there's no Kyrie Irving, what? Exactly. Houston is too close. Exactly. Houston is, exactly. Houston is too I, I, close I to winning. The, I don't see Brooklyn giving up Kyrie number one. No. I, I well, don't. You can't have both. I don't think you can have both. You can't have all three. There's no question. Like, there's no way you can have Kevin Durant. I think you James can. Harden. 
But schematic wise, it doesn't even make sense to have Harden and Kyrie on the same floor together. Yeah, that is, that's the one I agree. Like system wise, I, I, I disagree. I disagree because Steve Nash is running that team now. And yeah, you guys don't mind that Tony is the assistant coach, right? So yeah. that, that, that's a big deal right there. So if there's one person that knows the system that Brooklyn wants to input, it's James Harden. Like if there's one guy that's played in the Mike D'Antoni system, uh, the system that Steve Nash wants to run, the best player is James Harden. Yeah, but here's the so, thing I, I, I'm, I'm going to find Durant. that when you talk about D'Antoni's yeah. system, D'Antoni had one ball handler to operate in his system. Exactly. In this case, you're going to have two. And two very ball-dominant ball handlers. That's mm-hmm. why I feel like it won't make any sense. And Harden's not a kind of guy who's going to be moving around, you know, sc- cutting through screens or whatnot. And neither is Kyrie. They're ball-dominant, playmaking distributors. Neither is KD either, for that matter. He's more of a get the ball in a certain position. But that's why KD fits. Yeah. That's why I think KD and Harden is yeah. very Agreed. scary. Agreed. That's very scary for the NBA. Harden or- with his seven assists. And mm-hmm. you, you have a spot shooter like Kevin Durant, who's not just that, by the way. Right. He's not Clay Thompson, but he is just as good at shooting. So you have Harden do his patented uh, hold the ball for 18 seconds dribbling it. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving is not – like there's no way if they do that trade that by game 40, oh. Kyrie Irving is not already – And by game 40, game, I mean game minute 20. 40. <laughs> game, game, <laughs> minute 40. He wants think- out. By f- game 15, he wants out. Like, yeah. It's- it doesn't fit. Doesn't fit at all. It doesn't make I, sense. I, I see. I disagree. I think they'll just go back and look at the tape how Harden and Durant and Westbrook worked in OKC, and basically how it worked in OKC was the first three quarters belonged to Westbrook and Durant, and then the fourth quarter was all James Harden. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised. Did it really work? Yeah. And it, their own Harden job. has yeah. made his money, has made his name. He just wants a championship, and I mean the easiest way for them to make, or the easiest way for him to win a championship championship now is to actually go through the east because if he goes there i don't see any team in the east beating yeah uh the brooklyn nets maybe like in he- the nba maybe in the nba man that's a kevin durant is as much as i'm not his like i overrated is not the word by the way because he is absolutely a top five player in the league uh-huh. <laughs> when he's healthy top three yeah. but what i'm saying is it's been a while since he's been that guy and people think it's just going to come in and it's going to happen again it should but if if Harden goes there, like I think Harden is getting undersold here because on that will average thirty. He'll let's average just say 30. let's just say Irving is traded or hurt for the year. Okay, let's just say it's just Harden and Durant on that team, and they win seventy games, whatever. They win sixty five or seventy games, easily cruise into the playoffs, first or second, and go on. Who's MVP of that team? I mean. Because Durant, Harden. Uh, Harden is getting eight assists easy if Durant is on his team. Yeah, he's absolutely getting his eight assists with Kyrie points. or without and, Kyrie. Again, I don't see it happening. But right, I yeah. think it's Harden is being under. Harden is not some piece here. Adam, this is one of the most valuable players in the NBA who gets a tough. I get it. He's ball dominant. He's iso. Like it's, it's a different type of offense, mm-hmm. but we don't punish other guys for the offenses they play in. That's the offense he plays in. But it depends on who you're talking about, who doesn't get punished because we're talking about a guy that hasn't won. I think KD would get punished. Well, like KD a... never won before he went to Golden State. Yeah, he that, never got yeah that, that that I give you. But he never even got close to winning. But here's the he thing about KD where I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He was the MVP in both finals that they, that they won. 
that's where that's a hundred percent. And even the the year they lost, yeah, he was he still, great. He didn't play bad. He didn't play oh, yeah, bad. He was dirty. But see, this is okay. Again, this is going to be safe for another. Can we all like the KD thing? I still think that I I don't put Steph Curry as one of the. I get he changed it and he's the best shooter and he's very dominant. Mm-hmm. I think Durant has that more than anybody. Like if I was going to say anybody in the last ten years is as dominant as LeBron or as important. Oh, it's KD. KD would be the guy. KD would be the guy. Even I'll say that. But I don't understand how it's a question of who is better. And I'm not just saying LeBron. It's it's whoever. If you want to use Giannis or anybody. Mm. But I'll use LeBron and him as the example. Like, he went to the – what's LeBron's knocks? Like, oh, in the finals, he couldn't win. Like, his fourth year, right, when he lost in the finals? Yeah. With that garbage, Varejao, Eric Yeah. And they lost by like the last two games against. The, they played the San Antonio Spurs, yes. right? Which is not a in their super well coached team, super deep. Like they're gonna take away your strengths. You know what I mean? Had like the best power forward in the game. They lost team, by yeah. one and by three points in game three and four. Like they were close to making it a series. Mm-hmm. Now again, you got swept, and LeBron gets crucified for that. It in the Durant's fifth year makes the finals, so he's older. Had had Westbrook, Harden. All in, they weren't rookies. They were not, they were all in their fourth year. Any Baca, they win game one, lose four in a row. Nobody ever criticizes that. Right. It's just, I would like to see Durant this year, even if it's just Kyrie, right? Or trade Kyrie, have Harden, I don't care. I, if he wins that MVP with a guy like that on his team, not, not even MVP regular season, because LeBron didn't with Wade, right? It's mm-hmm. hard when you have great guys on your team, it takes away your value. Right. So, if he goes and wins that Finals MVP again, that's where I think you're right about Durant. Is in those Finals, Steph Curry was never on his level in those. It was oh, always when they were oh. winning. Kevin Durant took over. Period. I mean, but, look, look. Let's put it this way: like I know Milwaukee. I think they're going to be the best team in the East. Like as as constructed right now, as the as the, the Nets are constructed and the Bucks are constructed, we're looking at those two teams as being number one and two. If by chance, now this is a big if, but yeah. if by chance Harden is added without losing Kyrie and, and obviously KD is still there and you have a first-year head coach in Steve Nash, does that team that Brooklyn puts out, depending on what other pieces they add to fill it out, does that team beat Milwaukee right now? Yes, definitely, yes. 100%. 100%. Like, without any question? There's without no, no question. any question. There's, there's always there's a question. question. Uh, I say there's no question. question. I say no question. There, there's no way. I mean, no. I, I, I don't see Milwaukee. Like, even with the roster that Milwaukee. Well, who's defending? Who's defending? You'll have and Drew Holiday on Harden. That's for sure. Point yeah. guard. Who's go, Who would guard Kyrie? And, I mean, Kevin Durant. I mean, Kevin Durant is. Uh, but I haven't seen him since his Achilles. Tear, but he's not a bad defender, and he could. If there's one guy that has the same length as uh, Giannis, it's Kevin Durant. So that's yeah, why I he's thing. not a strong. He's right. not yeah, a strong my, but you have the Andre Jordan stuff, as well too. That's still going to be on that's, the net. Okay, see there. If they keep that, that's a pretty tough recipe to 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 go after. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's our equation to solve. Let's say because that's that's where I think. Like, look at the Lakers last year with Davis, right? Yeah, it changed so much because you could maybe they have a bad shooting game. How are you stopping Davis inside? So you don't just need good perimeter. You need inside. So what Jerry said there, that's true. 
I didn't even think about that. DeAndre Jordan is very good inside. Yeah, and but DeAndre Jordan, like six years ago, what he we're was. talking about here. Like DeAndre Even Miami, though. Miami's a good team too right now. Come again? The East is no joke. No, the, East, the East is I getting strong. It's it's Milwaukee, New Jersey. Oh, sorry, wow. New Milwaukee, Brooklyn, and then and, and Miami's Miami. right there, potentially with the Raptors if they keep uh Fred Vlandy. Well, well, hold on. Let's say they lose Go to New York. Okay. Let's then, say they because I agree. He's yeah. already said the money thing. Oh, I don't yeah. know if the Raptors are fully committed to giving him the max. Mm. And even if they were, I think he loved playing in Toronto. I think winning the championship hurt their chances of keeping him. Yeah. Because and I know that sounds stupid because usually winning keeps guys. True, but you're but talking about this is like I got that now. Let me go to New York and be that guy. Right. I, I got I, the ring. Let me go get the bag. Yeah. Odds at best right now are 50-50 at best. And I would probably now. put it to New York. So if you're the Raptors, let's say it's not Kyrie Irving, okay, that, that's going for James Harden. It's not Kyrie Irving. It's mm-hmm. just picks and young players. I want to see – if you're the Raptors, would you try? For Harden? Or the Sixers. If I, I'm think, the Sixers, I, think there. I am calling like crazy because Simmons and Embiid is not working. It's no. not going to work. No, it's but Embiid. if I'm Houston, I'm saying no to Simmons because if you're in a rebuilding mode, you know, like Simmons on. is a great player. I don't want to build around Ben Simmons. But if you're moving, well, Simmons goes well with Westbrook. Westbrook's getting traded. Like it, it, Westbrook yeah, already. If you, he, trade Harden, if you trade Harden, you have to trade, you trade Westbrook. Westbrook you have then you're, you don't care who you have because you're not going for it, period. Right. It's Trevor Ariza's team. <laughs> yeah, so wow. Houston, <laughs> that's why the, the Harden thing blows my mind because I think it's clear they want to move on from Westbrook. Yeah, the, well, they kind of really have to because he's not that – I mean, look, I, I like Westbrook. He played well intensity. in the season. He finished the season well. He did. He didn't finish the, but the bubble he, well. He's, but. he's an intense – Uber athletic guy who's not only losing his athleticism because he's getting hurt, but he's he's not that fe- you don't fear him taking big shots anymore. He can't he can't shoot from outside. Nah, like, like he's not like no one's like the teams are like okay, he's well, not you're special outside, outside. go ahead. You're not a he's not a dead eye shooter. He's not even like I think last week he shot like almost thirty percent, thirty three percent, which is like ridiculously poor for yeah. a shooting guard, quote unquote shooting guard. You take look. Give me Westbrook from time from you know six five six years ago. Okay, whatever. Yes, I want Westbrook on my team, but now he's almost damaged goods. Like he, he, I would still, I I'll say uh, this: look, the same as Paul George, the same as Paul George. Yeah, Russell Westbrook looked better than Paul George last year. Yes, he I'll did. Yes, yeah. And Absolutely. I don't think Paul George is done. I don't think Westbrook is done. I think they both need the right fit. I think actually Paul George could still work with the Clippers. I think it's push the reset button, try. I think the, the skill set matches the need for that team. You mm. just need the skill set to be on. They need a point guard. Uh, they the need point a point guard. guard. They need yeah. a point guard, plain yes. and simple. So you guys think Westbrook, let's say, now the contract is where the issue is. Of course. But if he was on Philly, Philly doesn't make any moves. You have Embiid, Simmons, and Westbrook. That Whoa. team doesn't scare you. No. Well, what the problem is is that Simmons can't shoot either. So you don't want two non-shooters. That, you, don't point, yeah. you, don't, you still don't have a point guard. You don't – like, Westbrook's a good player, but he's not a point guard. Yeah. Well, he Simmons is essentially their point guard. Like, Simmons yeah, really is their point guard. The problem is having yeah, a point guard and he can't shoot. And then so if you're Houston, who do you want then for, for Harden? Who's who's that building block from one of those teams that you want picks? Get? You want picks? You want picks? I don't – man. 
Like you have a good team. Like you have a decent team. Like if they trade Harden, like honestly, if they trade for like the Brooklyn package, like I like Jared Allen, it fixes their need at center right there. So you have a center for the next four or five years. You already have Eric Gordon. Uh, if you get uh, Chris Levert, I mean Chris Levert, he's an older guy. It took him a long time. Like he's 26. He's an old young guy in a sense in the league, you could say, because he's been in the league for three years, but he spent four years in college. But I mean, he's not a bad player. After seeing what he did with Brooklyn in the bubble last year, he yeah, was but, the only player. Yeah, he did good. Give him the plays those that guys you would have him four years from now. By the time you're good again, these guys are gone. Sure. It's not. You need like. Because you give Harden to Brooklyn for picks, those picks are fuck. Those picks are thirtieth overall. Doo exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, but did you hear the loophole? The loophole that they're trying to do. Like this is the latest rumor why like nothing has been announced. Uh, so basically, Brooklyn has a nineteenth pick uh, tomorrow in the draft. But in the NBA, they have a rule that you cannot trade first rounders back to back. So the rumor is that Brooklyn is going to draft the guy that Houston wants and then trade his rights, not a pick, but his rights so that uh, Houston could get Brooklyn's number one pick next year. So that's another loophole that's happening. And there's even rumors that Houston just wants picks this draft. So, I mean, I have no sense. It makes sense to me. It's just that for me, if I'm trading one of the top you know give or take top 10 nba talents in the league you need to get some type of young talent back yeah. or some type of equivalent talent back jared allen like jared no, allen is like a journeyman i'm sorry yeah he's ready he's a tyson chandler he's a poor man's tyson chandler that's, that's what, what we just about. it was trading Harden for steven adams yeah it's the same shit yeah it doesn't help you it doesn't again if Houston needed to, let's say the whole rest of the team fell apart, they know they have no chance of competing mm-hmm. and they're just going to keep Harden for three years, then yeah, it makes sense. Like, we're done anyways. I just feel like they're too good. That's why, but like Jerry said, these rumors are so out there that it's not someone making them up. This is real. Like, no, no, Houston no. is trying to move. No, there's smoke. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. Like, but if watch. it's not for Kyrie, I don't, I don't know. Like, Me it either. just doesn't make Cause, sense. Like, because if it is just picks, if I'm Toronto, I'm looking at what I did with Kawhi, and I'm I'm making that phone call tomorrow, man. I'm making and that phone call tomorrow. You have Harden for three years. Let's do a sign man, and trade. That's sign crazy. That's I would cr- sign and trade Van Vliet if you're gonna if you're gonna think of a move, doing man, that kind of move. I'll I'll give up Siakam. Siakam, I'll give him uh, for like, sure for Harden. Yeah, I give yeah. Up Harden, of course. Like you need other pieces, but my point is, you have a a guy who's a potential MVP for three years. Mm-hmm. Man, you better be getting a franchise player back if you're moving a guy that you have controlled like that. Yeah. That's that to me is what. But again, Brooklyn is a. They're clearly close to getting him, or there would not be rumors out there. Yeah, There's here's the thing about close. the Toronto move where I feel if you're gonna go for Harden, okay, it, like I would totally do it. Like if you're gonna do sign and trade Van Vliet, you give up, let's say Siakam, you give it whatever picks you need. I wouldn't go too far with the picks, and I I doubt that Toronto would do it, but like. The problem is I don't think they want to be that that stepping stone again, like a la Kawhi Leonard. Because why? Won us a cha- won them a championship, man. I'll, here's I'll, the thing, though. I'll take that step. There's no guarantee you you win a championship. Oh, agree. This year, even, knowing yes. that you have KD and Kyrie ready to start, you have Milwaukee Bucks who absolutely reloaded, like and and they're still a juggernaut defensively. Those moves that the, that the Milwaukee Bucks made 
made them even better defensively than last year. And that's yep. saying a lot because they were really good last year. So I would try, I, I would kick the tires, obviously. The thing is, like, I don't think they want to be that doorstep, even though yeah, they have for two years. But what's the rumors out there? Like, everybody has been talking, again, is it going to happen? No, but any other superstar, it's never going to happen. True. Kawhi was forced. Kawhi was forced to go. Yes. He ended up loving, he, en- he ended up really loving it. And it yeah, didn't work out, yeah. but he was forced to go. Let's not lie about that. He was not like, yeah, yeah sign me up, Toronto, I'm in. No, no. He was forced to go. Mm-hmm. He want, he knew, play this out, and I could go wherever I want next year. That's mm-hmm. it. If you get – the other rumor is Giannis and Masai. Yeah. If you don't go get somebody now, does Masai leave for New York or wherever else? Because if he leaves, <laughs> it's over. If he leaves – not it's over right, but for a bit, it's over. It's yeah, over right rough. now. Yeah. That's the piece that's attracting people. It's not the city. It's not the championship. Mm-hmm. The piece that's attracting people is him. Yeah. If he goes and gets Harden, now again, next year, it's it's there's a lot of things, but I'm just saying maybe that prevents Giannis from signing right away. Don't forget to that Giannis and, uh, and, and Harden have a little bit of beef. But <laughs> listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair yeah, there's also that lingering rumor that won't go away Giannis to Miami that's true too yeah, and 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 if on Miami with Pat Riley you don't count them out about making big moves nope man that is not so be surprised if this doesn't work out this year with my, with Milwaukee that he says F it and, I'm, and bails out and goes to Miami him, Jimmy Butler Tyler Hero is going to improve Duncan Robinson that's scary yeah, they're scary because they have that. Like Tyler Harrow and uh, and Duncan Robinson are like even Tyler. I get it. People are high on him. I get it. Like he's got that that swat. Like he, you know what I mean. He's not just like Duncan Robinson is that that white basketball player. Like Duncan Robinson <laughs> is very clearly like Jimmy Neutron. Like how they were they were bugging him. Tyler Harrow doesn't have that right. Like yeah. everybody respects him. He's he's in with everybody, and it's like. It's like that sexy new draft pick you have in your mind, but like, is he ever gonna be one? Is he ever gonna be James Harden? No, man, it's never gonna happen. Mm. Like, he's a very good shooter. Don't get me wrong; he has that like, he has that killer mentality. I I really love the way he plays. But if I'm Miami, and I could go get James Harden or Giannis, take him. Like, even ba- I love all of Miami's young pieces. Bam is a stud. Yes. Like for a center that can play defense, he's so athletic, it's ridiculous. So yeah. I the, the NBA is so fun, man. No, it, the NBA it, is it, so fun. It, it, it's a soap opera for it's one it's the best soap opera for men. So before I bring up uh, the uh, Russell Westbrook and John Wall and to see if that might entice uh, James Harden to stay more in Houston, which I highly doubt. I think it's over in Houston for him. But like, if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, you have the best player in the NBA who literally just said, "I want to be in Brooklyn." If you're the Brooklyn Nets right now, you're do- you're giving whatever they want for him, right? No. Like if you if you hear this, what do you mean no? No, for I him, am. I am definitely. If I hear that you James Harden telling me. Durant and Harden. Here's the I thing. James Harden made it. He puts it on blast that he wants to go to, to, to the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Brooklyn shouldn't doesn't need to rush in order to give the house so to, for, for James Harden that he knows he already wants to go there. Yo, Brooklyn could, t- could buy their time. They're already yeah, giving but You're not trying Harden. to convince him. He's not a free agent. You're trying to convince exactly. Houston. That's I where the problem you. is. Here's the thing. I'm not going to give 
Houston, the farm, if I know that the guy wants to come to my town anyway, I'm going to play it out and wait. Because in three years, day, exactly. Brooklyn, yeah. Brooklyn doesn't need James Harden to be a, a contender. They're already a contender in the East. James Harden would be a luxury for Brooklyn. So why would I want to give the farm, knowing that James Harden wants to go there anyway? I can play the weight game. They can wait. I I Houston doesn't have to do anything. They have them locked down for 2023. Yeah. They can say, you know what? And I was reading before, they're willing to get very uncomfortable yeah. with Harden and Westbrook. There so that go. tells me they're like, you know what? We'll stand pat. You want to go to Brooklyn? Fine. We'll make it happen, but they got to make it worth our while. If they can't, sorry, you're you're you. We own you. We own your rights. Mm-hmm. Going until twenty twenty three. Yeah, if not, you might as well for, just retire you know, as a GM. Retire. If you're just we gonna let him. So the, the Rockets are not any position. Don't have any obligation to to give up to to give in to uh, Harden's demands. Yeah, but and that's where Harden is essentially fucked, in yeah. my opinion. Harden is yeah. pretty much at a crossroads where he yeah he wants out, but he's he's locked in for two more years. Brooklyn, on the other hand, they don't necessarily need James Harden in order to compete. They're going to be one of the top two teams, top three teams in the East anyway. If all goes well, I mean, look, KD, we don't know whether or not he's going to be completely healthy from the from the Achilles, and that mix mishmash of Kyrie more than off. Me. I hope he's good. Yeah, no, he, I hope he's good. You, you, did, you yeah. guys didn't see Kevin Durant in that Drake video, man? He was hitting those jumpers uh, and dunking <laughs> on Drake. Come on, come on. For real. Real though, Jerry, with the problem on, with the Jerry. waiting game, what you said, AJ, like yeah. waiting game, play it if you're Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I, I get what you're saying because on paper, they should still maybe not win, but they're right there and could easily win and could win the championship. Who knows? Yeah. Who, yeah. Brooklyn? Having said that, I don't think so. I'm not there, okay. but I'm saying they have two really top guys. They have talent. My issue, if I'm Brooklyn, is I have the two most volatile – Sensitive superstars <laughs> in the NBA right now. That's true, eh? and I absolutely. If you pick two out of every team in the NBA, the two most sensitive, and like the first second something's wrong, they don't care. It's going to the media. There's no hiding. There's no like, let me put my feelings aside. Mm-hmm. It's Brooklyn right now. It's KD and Kyrie, and I don't even know who's worse. And uh, I'd like, say Kyrie. I think so too, but KD is like he he'll voice his pleasure. We saw it with uh, Draymond, right? We saw it like right on the court, no problem. But that's fine. But Kyrie, man, this guy's walking out in the back. Trade me, trade me. Mm. Like there was not even rumors of it at that point, and he's still like, if they don't start winning, if they don't start by winning, if I'm Brooklyn, I want to make sure I'm first place from date from like week two. Until the end or close. I don't want any ruts. I want to go smoothly as much as I can. And I'm not going to lie. Starting off your relationship with Kyrie Irving by saying, oh, we're going to get James Harden. And and some of the rumors out there is that Kyrie might go. Right? Like, it's not by the big people saying it, but that's out there. Mm. If I'm Brooklyn, I'm coming out tomorrow and saying, look, we'd love to acquire James Harden. But we are not trading Kyrie Irving. He came yeah. here to be part of our future. Yeah. That's our guy. We're sticking with him. Because you don't do that. They were, pack- they were a package deal. Like KD and Kyrie were a package deal. And KD's deal. not coming out and saying no. Like if KD will tweet back to like a random guy with six followers when he disagrees <laughs> with him, right? But like people are saying, like, it's true. I'm not even, that's not even an exaggeration, man. He'll it's tweet true, back though. to that's an fact. egg. Like, you know, the profile picture is an egg. He'll shit talk it. Like yeah. he, 
but you're telling me the guy that came to sign with you and sat out a year while you were going to sit, you know what I mean? Like you guys are tied together. There's rumors he might move. Why don't you say like, nah, man, someone want to come join us? No problem. But like me and Kyrie, we've got this. Like, yeah, it's, it's not a good start to the relationship, man. No, it's on, not. On top of that too, we're, we're also talking about a guy who's never coached in the NBA or for that matter. matter. And Tony's there though. Like that yeah, Tony's the assistant coach to guide like Steve Nash. I think but that's what why. Tony's the, so overrated. I'm thank sorry. Thank you. Thank you, Trex. He's thank you. Overrated. I'm yeah. sorry. He's still he's a had opportunities. Houston, LA. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, but he's he an was. assistant coach now. He doesn't have to do everything uh, now like no, as an offensive coach off. i would lo- like like he's not a head coach he's an offensive coordinator so i think that's the perfect position for yeah him. but he's an offensive coordinator for a rookie head coach who's basically going to exactly, use the system exactly. so that's where you're who's running one of the of, best of problems who, okay one of the best point guards in our generation i get it but like doesn't translate into you being a great tactician or a great head Thank coach you. Thank you. I, 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 I see what you're saying. Like, he's a great basketball mind. I understand that. He even helped mold KD while he was while he was going to Golden State to help him work mm-hmm. out and work on his game. I even get molded Kyrie. But, but I, I, but here's the thing, man. Like, that's what I. Okay, we're talking yeah, about. We're talking about a rookie head coach who's going to have two of the more, like Grant said, volatile personalities in the game on the same team. In year one of a of a project where it's win now, there's no win two years or three years down the road to build this and gain momentum or gain traction. It's win now. Yo, Steve Nash has a lot on his plate, man. And then you're gonna think about adding James Harden. Word, come on, no, nah, man. I mean, I still do it. I'll still go. Get oh Harden. yeah, definitely clear. I'll take the six worst personalities in the NBA if they're mm. all the six most talented. Yes, talent overrides everything. It's true, but it's up to them to make it work. Right. Steve Nash is not going to be able to, or Mike D'Antoni or Phil Jackson, if he came out of retirement, is not going to be able to make these two change who they are. Mm -mm. They're either going to buy in and say, listen, the way we were before, we got to mature. You know, and we've seen it with other stars. I've seen it throughout, uh, like even Russell Westbrook, say what you want. He is not as mouthy as he used to be. He's not complaining about touches in Houston. Like he, he's growing a bit. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're evolving. They're still young guys. Like, they're growing as men. They could change. And look, prime example, the Clippers last year, man. The Clippers, they when things were going well, you didn't hear shit about what was going on behind closed doors. Then they started losing, and then all of a sudden, it's the drama. It's friction. It's, oh, well, I want my touches. Oh, we're losing our identity as a team. We weren't the same grinded team last year or the year before like we were this, this year. This is the kind of thing where... We're talking about like role players losing this kind of like balance. We're now we're talking about like these elite superstar level players on the same team together with a rookie head coach. These problems with the Clippers happen with Doc Rivers, who's one of the more likable mm-hmm. player coaches you could ever find in any sport. Now we're talking about a rookie head coach dealing with these personalities. Yo, man, like hey, mm, he's mm. going to break Kyrie. I like Steve Nash is going to break Kyrie Irvin's heart. And that's for sure. Because <laughs> did you guys hear what Kyrie said about Steve Nash. Like he said, I don't see him as a head coach. That's I see it. him. as a, oh, yeah. I see him as a good friend right of mine. Right like he sees him as right a friend, there. like not a coach. So right there, Steve Nash is going to try and coach him. Be like, Kyrie, no, that's not the way you do stuff. Yeah, man. I, I mean, it also depends on the approach. Cause the approach is always 
the key part of being a, a manager, a coach, or anything is how you approach the player. So, I mean, yeah. if he approaches Kyrie as a friend, I mean, how's everybody else on that team going to field? I mean, like you said, he trained Kevin Durant a little bit in Golden mm-hmm. State. So, th- that's a friend, too. So, is Steve Nash just that friendly guy then, that friendly coach that just wants to be friends with everybody? Or is he going to be that coach that's just going to yell at everybody and be like, no, you have to go here. You have to be at that position right mm-hmm. there on the court win the ball. I don't know. But I I, I think James Harden fits perfectly with them. Like, I, I might be the only one to think <laughs> God, that, you man. are so on this. I love how it goes from, like, man, you are it's, way it's too really on messed that. up. We're all like, it's a gas leak. Don't light a match. And it's like, <laughs> but I'd add James Harden right there. <laughs> like, James Harden, right? Like, I, I, uh, I just think, like... <laughs> Or you know what, man? Like, like I said, or just send uh, Kyrie to Houston <laughs> and get the whole band together and uh, sign Serge Ibaka. Ask Kendrick Perkins to quit ESPN and come back to play for New Jersey. Oh God, Kendrick oh, Perkins! Lord. Good Lord. <laughs> fucking Perkins! Nick Collison, man. get out of retirement. Let's go. Yeah, I, I, look, man. As much as I would like to see, you know, Harden actually get a championship I I, I, legit, I really do believe that like I feel bad for the guy in a sense where a guy that super talented hasn't even gotten a sniff of a championship and he would easily have the, the easiest path ever if he ever went to Brooklyn but I just don't see it working with Kyrie there that's my only beef so, so you said that about Harden right just to go back like look if he would have went to Golden State that year that Durant went oh my god do oh, they win two of those three or three? We don't know. Maybe. But do they win two of those three? Yes or no? Does anybody say no? That if, if it was Harden instead of Durant, that they don't win those two championships? I'll still win. So I say they're, they're winning consider, a championship for sure. I'm not saying we as us four. I'm saying we as like everybody considers Durant a winner now, but Harden can't win the big one. And outside of Golden State, they have the exact same success. Here's the thing. The I, I know you're going. I see what you're Actually, saying. Harden brother. has more. Harden yeah. has done more without Golden State. True. He, it's just, I don't, and I'm not, this isn't a knock on Durant for winning there. This is a knock on like championships isn't all that matters. Like I get it. It's, it's what we're after, right? It's, it's, and it is a huge piece of it. Mm. But one guy not winning in a team sport, I don't think they lost because of James Harden all these years. I think James Harden, went above 100% of what he was supposed to contribute in most right. of these years. You just don't have the right pieces around you. Exactly. No, I, I see what you're saying, Grant, but my thing is Kevin Durant's game translates better because he can easily fit to any system. Any team, any, yeah, any, that's any, for team, sure. any for sure. system, he fits. Yeah. You can't say that about Harden because no, of his style. That's, of game. Fair. That's, that's very, fair. that's my only thing. Like, yes, he could probably win a championship getting away with playing with Steph Curry and, and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, but I'm not saying he's going to be an MVP in the finals with those guys. Kevin Durant easily Kevin was Durant the best was. player. No, agreed. Easily was the best Steph, player on that team. That's my biggest knock on Steph. Even before Durant, he wasn't the finals MVP. I agree. Yeah. Like, that's... And Steph has I, come cold. He's come up really short in some big moments in the playoffs. Yep. Like, I mean, let's face it, man. Like, For a guy that consistent, game, it's game Game very alarming. Very alarming. Yeah. That's what I don't like about Durant, though, man. Like, you could have beat Golden State before LeBron did. Yeah. Now LeBron's biggest thing for me, that I'm, as a LeBron guy, my biggest piece 
that I put in that, and I don't, I'm not even saying he's better than Jordan, right? I've, no, no. I've never, I just said it's a real conversation. Right. That's his one piece. He beat that Golden State team. Mm-hmm. Durant gave him that because Durant, first of all, being on that, like, oh man, like you gave him <laughs> that because you were, you, he was there. He yeah. was beating Golden State, man. Him and Westbrook were doing it. They had him on the ropes. Yeah. You just, you yeah. just like, you let go, you know, and that's, you're not used to being in that position. It's normal. Mm-hmm. Maybe Durant, now the player he is, that doesn't happen, maybe. Right? It's just like, but I love that because the NBA gives you constant chances because there's so much movement that yeah. now we're going to get to see Durant. Like in hockey, there, you don't get that separation. Every guy oh. who's won cups, it's always with the same guys. You don't see Kane win without Taves or True. Taves with Ovechkin instead of Kane, right? Like it's You don't see that player movement either, though, yeah. In NBA, I've seen LeBron with Wade. I've seen LeBron with Anthony Davis. I saw Durant with Westbrook, Harden with Westbrook. It's the NBA is if you're into like watching parody is the NHL, right? Mm-hmm. That's what makes it special. Is like the what can happen, right? NBA is not about parody; it's about top teams. It always has been, and I love it for that. To be honest, that's what makes finals so good. That's what mm-hmm. makes the playoff matchups so good. I agree. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. So with everything going on in uh, Houston, I mean, they traded Har- or they're talking about trading Harden, and they traded away their uh, the best wide receiver I think in the NFL, right? After oh, wow. they're going to get more first for Harden than uh, they did for Hopkins. Oh, I don't know. You think? <laughs> well, they got zero first for Hopkins. Uh, that's so. true. That's, no, no, no. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you know, I thought they got a first. No, they got a second. Deshaun Watson. Because they traded the second for Cooks. Yeah, right. So they got Cooks and David Johnson for DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm sorry, like, my my best friend, Ryan Brewster, biggest Texans fan. Really? He was a Patriots fan, okay, growing up. Oh. And then then Brady started doing good, and they won, and he jumped off. Wow, okay. He was like, no, I'm done, and picked the Texans. I don't – he's a reverse bandwagoner. It's weird. He's a glutton (laughs) for punishment. But, like, when they moved Hopkins, it doesn't make sense. Because, like, he – I brought him up because he has this – in his head, he used to think Andre Johnson was up there in greatest receivers. I told him he didn't have the touchdowns, right? He was a very good receiver. Was. Hopkins, I can't argue with him as much. Like, he needs to do it for more years. But what he's doing the last four or five years, he is the best receiver in the NFL right now. He is. Guys, and I, like, I point, love Julio. Yeah. I was going to say, case in point, look at the quarterbacks Hopkins has to do, work with before yep. Deshaun Watson. Mm. Yeah, the Case Keenum's, yeah. the Brian Hoyer. It's very Randy Moss. Like, and he makes them look good. Well, Deshaun Watson is not a script. Like to me, no, Randy no. Moss, that's my argument too. Is like Dante Culpepper. People talk about him like he was a great quarterback. Go look at his stats after Randy Moss left. He's still on Minnesota. The next yep. year he had five touchdowns, eight picks. Like it was never again, never again more touchdowns and interceptions. So if you can make average quarterbacks look great or be great across everybody like Hopkins was such a guarantee like we see guys Antonio Brown I, I love forget all the bullshit he's that possession guy but he's not the true number one receiver like the physical six foot four guy right yeah like Hopkins is almost like Megatron you know like what he was in the the fact that he's can win jump balls he can do, but he also runs routes amazing. Yep. He can get the short routes and he can have 11 catches. Most guys that are like 
Calvin Johnson or Randy Moss, it was five catches a game, not 10. You know, like he can kill you both ways. And they got rid of him for a running back coming off a garbage year who was injured, who's never going to be a franchise running back and a second round pick. Like Minnesota <clears throat> traded Diggs. That, I was Let's just reading honest, that. Diggs, yeah. was not, Diggs was not what Hopkins was. Diggs no. was a very good receiver, inconsistent a bit, but had very big games for mm -hmm. Minnesota. Mm -hmm. But there's, there was an argument, is he better than Thielen, right? Like, there's an argument there. I think Diggs is. I think, the, I think, the, I think it's up now. Like, he is better than Thielen. Well, like, look, I mean, that's uh, obvious. Did they lose? Did they lose? Because Jefferson... But Jefferson is really good, though. I don't I'm, think I'm just really saying, good. Jefferson for his rookie year. Yeah, if he grows at all, at all from where he is right now, yeah. right now he's already producing as much as Diggs. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy what he's yeah. doing. Man. So that's one way if you're going to move a receiver. Houston moved a guy that they did not have to move. Mm -hmm. That was already, man. You already had your quarterback. You have his number one guy. That's next seven years solved, boys. Yeah. You're never getting a receiver like that again. Like the haul that 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 the the Bills got, okay, the the haul that the Vikings got for Diggs, ridiculous compared to what the, the Hopkins was trading. It, 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 it was a first. It was a okay. Vikings got back a um a first, a fifth, a sixth, and a 2021 fourth. Yo, so, man. Are you kidding David me? Johnson is not even going to be starting for this team in two years. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and Brandon what? Cooks, the second rounder you gave up, you get, went and signed Brandon Cooks with it because you needed to solve the receiver thing. Yeah. And a week after this trade was made, Todd Gurley was cut and you could have had him for free. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you're telling me Houston, yeah. if you're a Houston fan, like I could have had John Watson. DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller as my second receiver, who is injured all the time, but as a second receiver, no problem. Pretty good, yes. And Todd Gurley as my offense. And instead now I have Watson and <laughs> David Johnson and Brandon Cooks. And Brandon Cooks and Will Basically Fuller. You have Watson in the bag of balls. Bro, we're Eagles. You're an Eagles fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. Yep. Ravens are having a down year. Patriots aren't going to win the Super Bowl for the first time in uh, hey, how long? It. We're all much happier than yes. Texans. We are all, we're all much happier than Texans. I can't believe that though. Like it, it's mind-boggling to me that the emotions that Bill O'Brien had and to they eat, fired him. Yeah, and they fired, and him. They fired him. Yes, like three weeks Think later, about that. Like they fired it's him. like we'll like, pick O'Brien over Hopkins, and then you fired the guy. Like yeah. man, once you pick him over that. You better. That's like Jerry Jones saying, "I'm keep forget Dak. He's gone. I'm picking Mike McCarthy over him." But he, he, trading Dak for at this point, uh, Garrett Gilbert would be the replacement, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and then firing Mike McCarthy three weeks in, like, what are you doing? Here's my thing. Okay, here's my thing. Here, here's my thing, guys. Just hear me out. Bill O'Brien walks into you're you're the owner of the team. Okay, you're the owner. Bill O'Brien knocks on your door, walks in, and says, "Hey, I got an idea. Let me hear it." I'm in. I'm going to trade. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to trade DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, okay. For who? Um, David Johnson, a second round pick. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, at that point, right then and there, you're fired, Bill. I'm sorry. You're I'd, fired. I'd be, like, I'd be like, Bill, how do you spell fire? Right. <laughs> how do you spell you. it? Spell it out for me. If you were that's going exactly to fire, you that's your status right now. Get out of my office. If you're going to fire Bill Bryan 
after week four, okay? You should have fired him after four, four <laughs> words in that sentence of I'm thinking about trading DeAndre Hopkins. But it's not just him, eh? For sure the owner had a part in it because look Agreed. now. Agreed. They're, they're now J.J. Watt is openly taking shots. Yes. At some. He's not even hiding anymore, so he's gone. So you – Deshaun Watson, I, I think Feel he bad is for him. the face of a franchise. Mm-hmm. I think – I will even say what Dabo Sweeney said. As much as it's blasphemy to cons- call somebody the Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan or something, yes. I will say he wasn't even out of line to say that. I think he, he over – like, I, he is never going to be that level. No. But he is well, definitely so talented not and so special that I understand where he was coming from. Yes. Okay? Like, that's how much I think of Deshaun Watson. I agree. But if you don't give him anything to work with, you're wasting the years you have, and he is going to leave. And the, the, the audacity of Bill O'Brien to just give away your number one quarterback to give away his best target, and not even just his best and he's target. He's not even signed yet. Like, he's not even doing Yeah. Like, dude, what are you doing? I can't believe that Watson signed that contract. Let's face it. I'm, I, I yeah, get it. I was shocked when he did. I get it. You know what? You you secure the bag because at the end of the day, it's football. Look what happened to Dak. You don't want to take these kind of chances. But, yo, man, I would ask for a trade before I even think about signing an extension, knowing that you decided to trade the number one receiver in the league right now. And you don't get the first round pick next year either. Now, thank you. No. So Remember, they traded two fuck. picks for uh, the, the tackle. I'll even say this though: Tunsil was a big piece. They needed that for the quarterback. Like, yeah, I won't even say that's a bad. But then, why go and move Hopkins if you're talking about win now? Agreed. Like, it's but they didn't even need to get Tunsil. The moves together don't make sense. Yeah, the moves they didn't together even need don't to get Tunsil. They didn't need Tunsil. They had Dwayne Brown like a couple years back. Yeah, true. They traded Seattle. Yep. Yeah. So they kind of dug themselves a hole by getting the, them going after Tunsil. Now they dug themselves a bigger hole. And like you said, uh, Grant, Deshaun Watson, I, I feel really bad for him. Like at this point, if I'm I'm going to play my three years out on this contract in a year four, I'm out. Like, like swap Mahomes, like swap Mahomes and Watson right now. Mahomes oh on God. Kansas City. Now, does does Watson have a Super Bowl? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Because no. that was, but. Maybe Watson isn't trailing in the first half, so those comebacks don't need to happen. I don't know. Mm. We'll never know that, right? But Kansas City is a powerhouse right now with Watson instead of Mahomes still. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Houston is a Super Bowl. I, actually, I know Houston is not a Super okay, Bowl about winner think? with Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. So it's where you go does change. And, that, and we don't say that when we say how we feel about players, right? right. Like it's where you go is where you go. It's, that's it. Like yeah, fo- Trevor football. Lawrence is not going to Kansas City. Right, yeah. like he's not so number one pick is nice sometimes, but getting to that sweet spot that Mahomes got, mm-hmm. that Aaron Rodgers got when he got drafted late and had to sit for a bit, like case in help, point, man. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. But like, they're they're making it work. It, it's I agree they're losing but games. I would rather be in Herbert's position, knowing that that team is ready now. If it wasn't for some really bad lapses in games late. And the fact that you had these injuries that are really compiling, they're just piling up right now for the Chargers. Yo, I, that the Chargers team could have contended for the, you know, for a wild card at least. That, that team is really good. Forward. Well, did, did this week change anything for you? Like, this is the first week he struggled, right? Yeah. This is yeah. the first week as a starter where no highlights, like no real highlights. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of low lights, mm-hmm. and he still had three touchdowns, by the way. No, yeah, like, but I'll still-, still give credit. See, and a lot of people have been saying, oh, Herbert had a bad week. The Dolphins, man, their For defense good, yeah. is yeah. A, impressive. We talked about this last week, Jerry, actually. Yeah, right we before did. you came on, we were talking about it, and we, like, well, Brian Flores was coach of the year, and Miami has a team to watch in the second half, and mm-hmm. I'm just surprised. Like I said, it's the first time Herbert – like, he'd thrown for under 300, but it was always close, right? It was like 290-something yeah. or above three mm-hmm. every game. This is the first game where he couldn't move the ball at will. Right. Now, again, Aaron Rodgers does this. Tom Brady shit the bed two weeks ago. Like, it's going to happen in the NFL, right? It's how you bounce back. Right. I don't like Herbert's losses. I said this last week. Like, a couple at the beginning, he lost to Kansas City, Tampa Bay. Okay, you yeah. get a pass. Yeah. But they've also lost games Carolina – and New Orleans was at New Orleans. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. But now yeah. since then, hey, Denver, Las Vegas, Miami, Miami, I liked. But that's you lost all three of those. You know, like he's right. gonna have to learn to to win those. But if you're buying stock, Justin Herbert, now's the time because the next four weeks, he's not gonna have a tough time. Have you seen their schedule? I'm I'm gonna look right now. Jets. Jets yeah. defense is a big one. He's going yeah, for 350. That's, that's going to be a, a bashing. Yeah. I need Buffalo, a quarterback. Buffalo's defense has not been great this year. They've been able to move the ball against them. Then mm-hmm. New England and then Atlanta. Then, so yeah. they could win those four. They might not. But I'm just saying that's – Herbert's going to get some wins. Burrow is going to – they're both good. We, we know the future is good for those guys. Like, I don't think the question for these teams, which I, which I actually like, this is the first year where all the first-round quarterbacks – it's not a question of are they the guy, right? And do they draft somebody in two years, right? Like they have those questions with Daniel Jones, even Carson Wentz right now. Like he has an oh boy. question mark. These Yo, two boy. or these three. I'm Daniel oh, man. Jones, man. I think wow. Daniel Jones has really taken a step forward. Like each game, I see improvements. Like I, I'm not even a giant. Like I hate the Giants. Jerry, you know I mean? two weeks ago he was garbage, man. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> two weeks ago. No, two weeks ago I said Daniel oh, Jones was it. good. Jerry did say this two weeks ago, and last week, I look humble pie. I will say this: great game by him. Great game by him. Eagles should have won that game for sure. I'm out. They were getting That's healthier. Bad. You got Miles Sanders back and Daniel Jones. Just... 100% outplayed. Mm-hmm. 100%. So Jerry I, I, was on something there. I, I know we, 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 it's like low hanging fruit here to talk about the NFC East, but I'm not going to give much credence to a victory in the NFC East. I'm just sorry. No offense, Trex. I know it was against Philly, but <laughs> yo, man, you looking at that division right now, like somebody could easily win that division being five and fucking five and 11. That's like, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't get how they won a Super Bowl, man. Like, I'm still like thinking, like, how the hell did the Eagles actually make it to the Super Bowl and actually beat the Patriots with almost the same exact team that they have on the field right now? Yeah, there's, there's not much. Exact, there's it's not the same exact team. No, it's not the same it's, exact team. Uh, to me, it's close in a sense. Not like I know there's close. new players. Okay, which players are more different? The, they still didn't have a the wide whole, receiving core. The whole offensive line. Yeah, the whole okay, offensive yeah. line's not there. Okay, besides so Jason Kelsey. Besides they should have won that game, though. They should have won that game. Well, what's up with Carson it's, Wentz, uh, Trex? Like seriously, like you're the Philly guy, so. What's up with Carson Wentz? That, that's the that's the good question. <laughs> he has all the tools, but he's pressing. And I, I was reading after the before the bye, he's like, I'm gonna be I'm gonna vow to get better. And I watched that Giants game from start to finish, and it's like you didn't learn anything during your bye week. 
Nope. Like, what the hell are you doing? You have everybody come back. You have Miles Sanders come back. You have Alshon Jeffrey came back. You have Dallas Goddard. You're getting healthy at the right time with that offense. Win that game, the division's yours. And you, yeah, you win yeah. that game and you have a choke on the, the, the division, yeah. even with the schedule they have coming up where you're playing the uh, you're playing the Cardinals, the Browns, he literally wet the bed. Man, remember yeah. when they didn't try to go for that win in overtime and they just oh. said, oh, against the Bengals. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> that coaching. But remember, I said it two weeks ago, oh, my man. problem is not as, as much as with Wentz, my problem is with Doug Peterson. He's still living off 2017. It's not mm. the same team. You can't coach the exact same way with different players. You have no yep. offensive line to speak of. Wentz is not wetting the bed. Sanders has not been there most of the season. The receivers you have, okay, Fulton's been a revelation, but beyond that, you're playing with Greg Ward, a broken down Austin Jeffrey, uh, rookies in Hightower and uh, uh, who have not developed yet. You got to coach a different way. Yeah. And he's, it's just, it's maddening. There's one play where last week they were, like, they were, they were getting on a roll. And then they bring in Jalen Hurts. And I'm like, why are you bringing in Jalen Hurts now? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you're pitching and you're willing and dealing. And it's like when we're talking about Tampa Bay. Blake Snow went, like, was going, was throwing gas for five innings. Couldn't touch him. He go to your bullpen for no reason. It's the same, it's the same uh, principle. I was like, why are you bringing in Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Stop the experiment. He's not ready yet. It's not the time to bring him in. Or even going for it on fourth down. It's just those coaching things where it was working well two years ago and last year for, to some extent. This year, he hasn't found a way to, to adjust his coaching style to the team he has. And I got some bad news for you, bro, man. Like, I got some really bad news for you. But, like, I, I know I you the know their schedule, but Browns, I'm seeing a lot of L's, man. I'm seeing Browns, Seahawks, <laughs> Cardinals. Yeah. And then, uh, Is it a non-division then, game? It's an L. The last two. The last two. Yeah. Not just the Eagles. Browns, Browns Seahawks, Saints, L- Packers, L- and Packers. L-L-L-L. I don't know if you say LL or LOL. LOL. It's LOL. My team sucks so bad. They got the Browns, Seahawks, Packers. This is the next five games Browns, Seahawks, Packers, Saints, and the Cardinals. So they'll be 3 and 11. Bruh. Carson still somehow win the division. Yo, if they can win a division. Yo, why did you notice once? This is my one thing that, like, again, like he said, all the tools. Yes. Everything you wanted to pro like before he got that knee injury, he was killing it. It yeah. was working, it was clicking. We talked about all the tools, but like you give me the best tool belt in the world, you know, all the tools, yep. impossible tractors, whatever. Yeah. Send me into a house right now to build it. Ain't shit getting do done, it. man. Like this Can't guy went it. on that field and said, you know what I'm gonna do? Ooh, it's gone really bad when I've thrown to Bradbury. Mm. <laughs> yes. Let me throw at him eight more times. Like, what are you doing, bro? Do you know that? Wait, watch this. Name me the other Giants corner right now. Yeah, I don't even know. Exactly. The exactly. <laughs> throw the ball to him, man. What are you doing? Uh, like, oh, my God. I started watching it. I was talking to, to Dana. I'm like, man. If he throws to Bradbury again right now, I'm going to lose my mind. And I'm cheering for him. <laughs> I want him to do this because I want the Giants draft pick to get better and I want the Eagles to have to sweat, right? right. I don't want yeah. that easy coast to division title. Like, I want yeah, I want yeah, Eagles fans yeah, sure. to feel what I feel. Right, Misery. Right, right. Misery. <laughs> and he kept throwing to him, man. It was just, oh. Uh... Okay, but wait. I know we're running out of time. Quick. 
Kyler Murray, everybody, this week, right? Oh, man. We yeah. talked about it last week. Uh, MVP, he's in the conversation for sure now. Yeah, I talked so about Russell it a few Wilson weeks ago. He is. But he Russell is. Wilson took a hit. Everybody kind of went down. Mm-hmm. Rodgers stayed the same. Like, they didn't win by much, but it didn't change it. Mahomes, bye week. Only thing I'll say about Arizona, they haven't really beaten anybody yet. No, like they Buffalo's haven't. Good. Buffalo's okay. But that was like, you squeaked that out. You almost blew it. But that was a miraculous Seattle, play. Yeah. They beat Seattle, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that's, Seattle's yeah. defense is everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, everybody. I don't even think Goff threw in the second half this week. Like, he stopped throwing. He had 260 yards in the first half, ended up with uh, 304. 303. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Like, Seattle's deep. What I'm saying is I want to see Arizona go against, like, in the playoffs. Like, they beat on this winning streak. Jets, Cowboys, the Seahawks defense. Yeah. They lost to Miami. And then you beat Buffalo's defense that's been getting torched. Like, I want to see how they play against a top team, like a defense. Well, you know what I mean? I think the next top team, aside from Seattle, to, in two days now, uh, on Thursday, you got the Rams, which that I want to see a, that. The Rams defense. Yeah. The Rams have a good defense. Yeah. yeah. Ball. The Rams no offense gets clicking. They are no joke. The Rams, yeah. I mean, they are a pleasant surprise to me because I didn't think they were going to be as good as they were two years ago. But yo, that defense is strong. Jalen Ramsey. Yo, when he did the DK Jalen Ramsey criminal, man. He, he what he did to DK was borderline I criminal. I know. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. He didn't even get a target until the fourth quarter. Yo, how good and that's is a that, grown dude? ass man you're covering. No, Jalen Ramsey, I get it. Top corner change every year. I, I see him as the guy that like one play, you tell me it's a quarter. I step on Gilmore. You can't go wrong. Either of oh, the Patriots cornerbacks, actually, you can't go wrong. Right. But Jalen just has, we talked about the tools, mm-hmm. right? He has that, like, you told me one play, I'll, I'll put him on the guy and see how it goes. Yeah. He yeah. has everything you want. Like, he's everything big, you want. He's big, he's physical. He's, he's Man, the tackles he makes yo. for a corner? Yeah. trash. I love it. Dog, I was yeah. praying for Baltimore to trade up to get that dude, man. I was praying for that. They ended up getting Ronnie Stanley, which is still a good trade-off, if you ask me. But I was praying they get Jalen Ramsey. Praying. They also got Marlon Humphrey, so I mean. Yeah. Wait, we're, we are what, week That's 11? True. I don't know how much time we have, but I want to ask you guys, right now, if you had to pick your Super Bowl, who would you pick in the Super Bowl right now? Oh, my God. Because like, now, Kansas I mean, you're, you're, you're more Kansas happy. City, Kansas City and right AFC is a given to me. Kansas like, City is the only team. I, I still don't respect Pittsburgh yet. I don't. No, yeah, either. They're 9-0, and yeah. but I don't see them as – Nine and zero, like no. that's the first they're game they didn't really They're a fraudulent now. Yo, it's tough to call the NFC right now, man. Because I could say Tampa Bay, but what the New Orleans Saints really? did a couple weeks ago was. No, I would go right now. If I had to pick one in the NFC, the Packers. I, no, I, I'd I say like the Saints. Packers. I'd say the Saints. Saints, yeah. yeah. Even without Saints even without Drew Brees, Jameis got a capable capable backup of Jameis. They got Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. They can run the ball with Kamara. They got Thomas and the weapons back, and shut down. Also, they have they got coaching. Yeah. Sean Payton's a really good coach. I mean, uh, okay, so if I had to pick the Super Bowl right now, uh, I would take the Chiefs two, just because the Simpsons said that the Kansas City Chiefs would win twice in a row, and they're <laughs> never wrong. Um, but no, their defense scares me a little bit. And I mean, if I had to pick a dark horse, man, like I, I it depends where they end, but the Bills, man, like I'm just, I'm a big fan of Josh Allen. Like Josh Allen, I'm a very big fan of him. That would be my surprise pick out of uh, the AFC. Uh, in the NFC, that is the toughest one. 
I mean, Seattle, man, Russell Wilson to me is if the game is on the line, he's going to play his heart out. But that defense literally has to get it together. And uh, if they get Carson back, I mean, Collins did a great job running the ball against the Rams. I mean, he was running like Carson. I like the Seahawks still, even though their defense is really, really bad. uh, I would love to see a Pat Mahomes versus Russell Wilson Super Bowl. Me, NFC, I, look, to me, it's Seattle and Arizona. I can't, I can't do it. Like you just said, the defense is, I love Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I, I love DK. Tyler Lockett, one of the best uh, smaller receivers. I think they have a lot. Chris Carson, very underrated running back. Mm-hmm. They're going to score. So is Arizona, for that, yeah. for example. Yeah. They're going to score as well. It's can they get those stops. And Arizona should have a better defense than they do. Agreed. Uh, Isaiah Simmons is starting to play better. By the way, the guy, uber talented. Like, yeah. absolutely should be doing way better. It's starting to click. It's still not doing much because the defense wasn't able to w- win that game. They essentially did lose to Buffalo. And then a Hail Mary erased that narrative, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I, I think that, again, everything changes week to week. Two weeks ago, Tom Brady and the Bucks were done. Yeah. They come back this week. I if I had to pick, I'm I'm saying Packers NFC. Mm-hmm. I think that they have the least holes out of anybody. Their hole is secondary receiving, and I think Lazard coming back this week was showing what he could do. Valdez Scantling had two good weeks now, but I, I see that as more of a fluke. I don't trust him really. Tanya has shown back. some moments. Lazard's back. Yeah, back. Yeah. See, like Lazard. That's what I'm saying. I think he was starting to show it before. But it doesn't they, even matter, man. And they even deviated it, from Aaron Jones, too. I find yeah. they, they, they got away a well, little Aaron bit Jones Aaron Jones is going to be – like, that's what I'm saying. Green Bay can beat you running. Yep. Green Bay can beat you passing. Green Bay can beat you defensively. Yeah. Not many teams in the NFC can say those things. The other one, Tampa Bay, again, as long as they're not playing the Saints, have looked great. Yeah. The Saints yeah. have made them look real bad twice, which is why the Saints are on that list. But Trek said them, like – to me, the Saints and Packers are the top two, I think, because they have the Breeze injury. I don't trust Jameis enough, and I want to see more from Breeze too, but yeah, they're there. They have, they're deep. They can run. They can pass. They can play defense. So can the Bucs. Like Ronald Jones, man. Like, Dude, uh, I mean. Say what you want. He's producing. That's where I feel like uh, – Trex, you, you said, you said uh, the Saints, right? I said the Saints. See – I I agree I agree that like in a sense where I agree like they're they're fucking dangerous like the Saints are mad mad dangerous. I just I still like Tampa Bay man because of the defense. They just can't play New Orleans again. That's man. the thing. You better hold it. It's hard to beat your division rival three times in a row. Like it, yeah, that's, that's it. That's like almost like the the unwritten rule of football where it's hard to beat your division rival three times in a row. That defense is nasty, man. Aside from yeah. playing the Saints. That defense is nasty. Devin White, like I know Levante David is the bigger name. Oh, but Devin White's I get that. Devin White White flies around. Yeah, man. For a guy that gets that many tackles to also get sacks, pressures, Mm -hmm. like that's rare. That is rare, man. Like I'm really impressed. Credit to Todd Bowles for that. Agreed. That's what I'm saying. So to me, that's the teams that I don't want to play. Like I'm afraid to play Russell Wilson or Kyler Murray. Yes. Yeah. But I know that if they get a touchdown – there's a good chance I'm coming back and getting a touchdown as well. Right. Right. And Green and, Bay, and, you get Rodgers at the top of his game, mm-hmm. which, to be honest, outside of maybe two games this year, 
has he's been the nice. case. He could be MVP. So you get him at his best. That's a very tough team to beat. Yeah. Or Tom Brady clicking. Like, look at last week. You finally saw everyone there. So the week before it didn't work against New Orleans. That game oh. was done as soon as it started. Absolutely. I honestly see it as a yeah. write-off. Yeah. It started off too bad. It was just like downhill. It was done. You don't even look but at the tape. You this just week, it. Godwin, Evans, Brown, and Gronk all had over 50 yards. Like, they're really – that's a tough – and Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones got 140 so, yards. I'm telling that's, you, uh, that's my surprise player of the year is Ronald Jones. Man. Like, yeah, when they traded for no Fournette, everybody thought him. they were going to write him off. That's it. And they they, they would have. Just to be clear, if yeah. he didn't play well, they would have written him off. Yeah. Remember, they, they went and got Fournette. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Kind of an insurance policies, quote-unquote, starter, and he's kept him on the bench. Yeah. But that helps too. I don't, in the playoffs, having both those guys does help. It's you yeah, have a man. And you can alternate in the fourth quarter, Ronald Jones and Fournette both running. Great. Like Tampa Bay is a team that again, when they're playing their best, mm-hmm. very scared. hard to beat. Yeah. Even the the Rams, like I, I don't trust yep. Jared Goff. I will be very nah. clear about this. Jared Goff, if you can pressure him, he's done. Yes. He's absolutely done. Or get him off his rhythm. And disguise, you disguise your blitzes, disguise passion? what you're doing. Yeah. You're, he's fucked. He's toast. But if that offense is rolling, Mm-hmm. Again, I'm, I think Henderson has done better than people think. Yeah, but the defense when they're on are on. Like it's, the NFC is wide open though. Can we That's agree the that the, the NFC, NFC is, is yeah. so tough to call because you legit have at least six teams that you could say, "Yo, they're scary good when they're on." No, no exactly. Because uh, in the NFC, it just seems like there's a team that will be on for three weeks, and then all of a sudden they'll have that that crappy game and yeah. then all of a sudden then they'll have those three good games and then that crappy game like Seattle at the beginning of the year nobody thought everybody thought Seattle and the Packers were unbeatable and now mm-hmm. they're beatable people thought Tampa Bay was unbeatable then they got beat by the destroyed by the Saints yeah. uh, now if you look at it Arizona in a sense it looks like that team that just seems to squeak out games now just like the Dolphins, like the Dolphins and Arizona and Cardinals are basically like the same exact team right now. Yeah, I just think Arizona hasn't defeated a team that has like they Seattle's a very good. Let's say they beat them again tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Very possible yeah. that they win again tomorrow. It's a good team that you beat, right? And you'll beat Seattle again in the playoffs probably if you play them like this again. Right. Buffalo is a good team, but inconsistent, mm-hmm. and you. Could have lost that last. I don't even know how to look at that game because they both blew it at the end. You know, both lost it, both won it, and well, then Buffalo, at one Buffalo point was lost. up twenty three. Like, Buffalo was up like double digits on him at one point. So I mean, yeah, it was twenty. It was, was twenty three to nine or something. Yeah. You know? yeah, His little scrambling the first week we saw it was against that. Like Dallas, the week they played Arizona oh was my the God. first week Dallas's defense played well. Yeah. Like, Dallas's defense was picking it up, and he just on third downs. He's so fast. With his little, with his little feet, like the way he runs, it kills me. I saw on Twitter, someone wrote like, I, "I can't unsee this now." But every time I watch Kyler Murray run, it looks like a kid running away from being in trouble. And watch him how quick his legs move. He looks like a toddler how he runs. He does not it's run true. like an athlete. He's like he does shuffle. not run like an athlete, man. Yeah, he runs like a baseball like, player. It's yeah. true. Like my son steal. Like if he grabbed something off me, I knew I was coming after him. That's how he's running. That's how he's running away from you. <laughs> like not as fast as Kyler Murray, but. And he throws like I I will say like he absolutely dangerous, but so is Russell Wilson. Yeah. The thing is in the playoffs, I want to see who can do both. Like Pittsburgh, as much as I said they're not that team, last week 
in the weather like that, the way Roethlisberger performed mm-hmm. with that wind, very impressive. Yes. Like that was against the first week. I know, but in that wind, yeah. Uh, yeah. like throwing downfield and you still had that good of a completion percentage through for the, over 304 touchdowns. Yeah. Respect. Like I'll give him, and I'm not a Ben guy. I really am not, but it's who can do both. Jerry said Kansas City can, and he's right. Their their defense is suspect. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Miami sneak in there, man. Yeah, I, I, honestly, Miami is just it. fun to watch. Like I, I it, it's like I'm a Patriots fan. They're in my division. Yeah, but I literally enjoy watching Miami yeah. play. Like you know, Salvin Ahmed, probably the biggest pickup in fantasy football this week. Like. They're they're finding ways to win games and Brian Flores, man. Like a lot of people said, oh, he's gone. And look, he's doing his thing now. Well, we were saying was, last week, man, he's coach of the year wins. right now. As it stands right now, yeah. like, Flores is most likely going to be coach of the year as it stands right now. Yeah, yeah and yeah, anything I'm, can I'm change. We've seen that anything can change. Like if yep. Kyler Murray doesn't if DeAndre Hopkins doesn't catch that, are we talking about Kyler Murray's MVP stock up right now? No. Agreed. Yeah, I hear you. Which is uh, crazy. Because yeah. it was a like but because it is, and if not, Josh Allen, people are going to say is back in it now mm-hmm. because Hopkins catches it on three of his DBs. He sucks, and Kyler is good. So it's everything is going to change week to week. But Flores and Miami yeah. have been very consistent. Another like, team to watch out consistent. for. Another team to watch out for in the AFC. Yo, the Raiders, man. Like, uh, if they, hey, big if wins. they beat Kansas City again, oh my God. Their, their schedule, have you seen – have you guys – again. I'm looking at it right now. The Raiders don't scare me, like, uh, as weapon-wise or – like, Josh Jacobs, I think, is an underrated running back. Yes, yeah. I think that that running game is what makes them go. Derek Carr has had a great – I've written him off, I'll admit it. Mm. Very good year. Like, for a guy that I didn't see this coming, he is doing great. John not doing, doing too a very much. Good job. Yeah, because he's like John Gruden figured out how to use yep. him, how yeah. to utilize him. And he's it's like, working. Okay. No, Man, exactly. Aguilar looks like a stud in that. Well, some of look like a stud. So it's they're Mr. getting Mr. a lot Butterfield of their pieces. Silly. But they've beaten three teams right now that have six wins. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, I just talked I- about how my problem with Arizona is I haven't seen them beat a team that I see as a real Super Bowl winner. Right? Like Seattle, right. again, too many holes for me. Buffalo could sneak in, but I, I see too many holes. The Raiders be Kansas City. I know Cleveland's not a Super Bowl, but their run game has been very good this year. Mm-hmm. They're a tough team to beat. And who's the other one? They beat uh, someone else with six wins. The Saints. The Saints. Yeah. Yep. And we just talked about how deep the Saints are. So yeah. it seems like the Raiders play down to shit teams and play up to good teams. Well, the teams they lost yeah. to, let's put it this way, the teams they lost to were the Patriots, the Bills, and the Bucks. Now the Bucks, I mean, they got, I mean, they're good. So I mean, you, yeah, true. You know, they're no, really but good. They're they're easy games. Like yes. I don't see the Raiders as like Kansas City plays the Jets. I know they're winning by forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the Raiders <laughs> yeah. might not. Well, they probably still will. Yeah. But they might not. You know, like it's they're a team no one's getting giving respect to. But I agree with you. Mm. They've shown they can beat the top teams. Yeah, They've done it. So, guys, there's two other teams I want to highlight. Well, one BFC is the, the, the Colts. Oh, no one's talking about them yeah. at all. And they have a really good defense. Frank Reddick has done a yep. great job with that team. Mm. Philip Rivers, guys. I don't trust I don't him. Thought, I'm sorry. I don't I trust just, him either, but yeah. you got a solid running game with Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hicks, Jordan Wilkins. They got some receivers. They got a really good defense. Mm. The defense has been great. I, I will say that. Get in. 
they will cause some matchup problems. Well, okay, well, time out on the on the the Colts defense. Okay, here here's the thing where I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna put it on blast. Okay. They play the Jaguars, the Vikings, the Jets, the Bears, the Browns, the Bengals, the Lions. Is it really that good of a defense? No, but they're oh, but scheduled plays. It's not. I, know, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear. You. But like, we're talking about give or take three of the four worst offenses in in the NFL. Yeah, that's fair. Like, that's true. that's where I'm like, okay, like but we gotta pump the brakes on them being them the best defense. Do it right. Like, yeah, you, I get what Trex is saying, and what you're saying is absolutely a valid point. That yeah. we need to see them. Like I said about Arizona, right? I want to see Arizona. Yeah. Do that. I want to see Kyler Murray dominate a great defense. Right. I want to see him do exactly what Russell Wilson does. Russell Wilson play the Jets or the Bills defense last year mm-hmm. or the Niners defense last year. He's still going to kill it. Right. Yeah. Let me see Kyler Murray, which he might. He, he very well might. He could do. Yeah, he could. He, he, he hasn't been stopped by anybody yet. So, I, like, same thing with, uh, like you said, let's see what they do against a Kansas City, mm-hmm. you know, on offense. Like, you don't need to stop Kansas City. Just slow them down. Yeah. But it's – the Colts are not getting – like, the Titans get talked about. Right. And Ryan Tannehill was getting MVP talk. Well, that's Ryan so Tannehill, stupid. I don't like, care yeah. if it's a good defense that's on the so Colts. So he blew premature. that game. It's special teams – and, like, their special teams were god-awful against Colts. That mm-hmm. was a much closer game. One punt goes about 15 yards. Another punt blocked for a touchdown, a missed field goal. And at one point, like in that second half, Derrick Henry was taking over. Yes. Like he did not have a great first half. That third quarter, it started going. You saw Colts defense was tired. I think Titans would have won that game. And then they just – the problem with the Titans is you get them behind, Ryan Tannehill has to do it. Yeah. And it wasn't working. It wasn't working. Like I think he's a little bit – again, took a huge step up when he went to Tennessee. Yeah. I'll be the first to say it. Mm-hmm. Like, he's definitely a starter. He is definitely – they did a good job re-signing him, but he's not MVP. No. And he's not in that conversation. No. It's insulting, that game, to be honest. Stock, uh, going back stock down, Chicago Bears. Oh, my God. They bro. They're Sell. ruining Sell. that defense. Woo. That Sell. defense has been lights out. Yeah. And Matt Nagy's found a way to F it up. He's yeah. found a way. I, I, can, can we stop with this Nick Foles nonsense about him being big, big, Nick, man? Come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Come on, enough, enough. Like, but yeah. I'll give enough. props to Chicago yesterday because of Cordelli Patterson's uh, kickoff return. I won my fantasy matchup. Oh wow! He's gone. You know who didn't win shit? The Bears. The Bears. <laughs> I don't care, but yeah, it was horrible. It's actually I, I've watched them many times this year. I don't know why. But yes, they suck, man. And Nick Foles, I don't understand. Like, he gets injured. Like, there should be a meme that he's always on the ground. Like, every time I see Nick Foles each game, he's on the ground and he weight, can't man. get he's up. He's got too much weight down there. It's not even, it's not even as much as we, as much as we talk about Nick Foles. Again, we have to put this all on Matt Nagy. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, Trubisky wasn't, okay, Trubisky's not much to write home about, but he was 3-0. Oh. I will say this, though, hey, Bears fans, though, you're not a Bears fan, so I'm not saying this about you. But all I heard from Bears fans for the last, like, Trubisky was an MVP candidate preseason, like, two years ago, I think. Yeah, I remember. And he was, like, the the sexy underdog pick to go for MVP. Who said that? I I swear to God, there was articles all over the place that, like, the Bears were supposed to be a good team after Khalil Mack and stuff, and he's going to get tons of wins. Mm -hmm. And he does have, like, 
he has some Josh out. Like remember before this year, like Josh, like he does, he doesn't run as well, but no. he's able to move at least. He's able to make some plays. But again, Bears fans were begging for Foles to start. There's a reason you weren't happy with Mitch. So now, like, don't blame Foles for this. And I'm not talking about what Trex was saying. I'm saying Bears fans. Right. You didn't think Mitch was good enough. You wanted Foles. Now Foles is not like, and it's not the the, the receivers. I'm Allen Robinson. Maybe the most underrated receiver in the league. Yeah. If not, he's in that conversation. Taylor Gabriel, Denzel Mims, Anthony Miller, and I love, I love. There's there's a guy no one's talking about, but Mooney. Yeah, Yeah, he's great. He's good. Like he he has. So there's what, and Jimmy Graham doesn't look like a guy who's done either. Like you have some pieces. Cole Komet is a nice young tight end. Like Mm -hmm. you have every reason to be moving the ball. David Montgomery, I actually like. He's good. Yeah. He was hurt this week, Mm -hmm. but. It makes no Nag- sense, Nag- man. How Nag- bad Nagy, I'm sorry. Nagy's, yeah. he's, he's, Nagy's he's been supposed horrible. to be a guru, right? He's supposed to be quarterback whisperer, and he's done yet. You know who was also supposed to be a quarterback guru and got a head coaching job and hasn't proven shit? Gase. I mean, oh my yeah. God. Oh, I mean, God. I think, and he's not I, even what going has to not get fired. About the Jets? <laughs> what was that, Trey? What has not been said about the Jets? Like, uh, I know. I know. Like, to me, like, the, the whole quarterback whisperer thing now, I, I, can we just call it for what it is and say it's overrated? Like, can, no, it, can we just, it, it can is. just put, it, put it to bed now? I mean, I wish that NFL teams just really took a really good deep dive into this and just said, hey, man, there's there's more to this quarterback whispers. Because at the end of the day, there's still 53 other guys that you got to gotta worry about. And you can't be a leader of men – as opposed to being just a leader of a quarterback, then you're you're fucked as a coach. You're fucked. What's what's really been his claim? What has really been his claim? He was an offensive coordinator. He was behind. He was the guru, sort of behind Peyton Manning's successful year, his first year in Denver. Yeah, but it was Peyton After Manning. That, what has he done? He was what, already it, good. But, yeah, but Manning's on the downside. <laughs> and he so what? He somewhat helped revitalize Manning when he came. No, I, I'm not. What, no, I'm not shitting on you, Trex. I'm just saying, like. You can't. I agree. You can't use your claim to fame that you help revitalize Peyton Manning. It's fucking Peyton Manning. I yeah, agree. Peyton Manning had well, a earpiece in and was not listening at all. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> Peyton Manning never. Whatever play you called, he Omaha'd the fuck out of that at the line. Exactly. So like, later, that's yeah. it. Peyton Manning is throwing what he wants. Like, no, remember when he was with the Colts? He had that. Old wrinkly ass offensive coordinator, if you want to even call him that with that title. Oh, uh, what's his name? I can't even remember his name. That's how irrelevant he was because it was something more, something Manning. more, something last name more. Uh, yeah, like I don't know, but he was like 90 years old. He had a fucking clipboard and a headset. The <laughs> <laughs> guy was playing snake on the sideline. Thank you because he clearly didn't have to do much because it was Peyton fucking Manning on the fucking field operating the offense that was peyton manning's baby the dude was just a fucking talking head and we're gonna give adam gates the benefit of oh he helped revitalize peyton manning's career in denver he was peyton manning. Tom Moore. that's who it was tom moore tom moore the, yeah the tom thing moore. too like what i would say is i'm fine with getting a guy who's gonna be qb friendly for your young quarterback it is important to have a guy who wants to be a qb whisperer right like in that yeah. sense like wants the qb to succeed not just that because right now QB is huge in the NFL. It is. It's reflective in the salary cap. It's reflective in the standings. The only thing I would say is if you're going to go get a coach like that, make it on an offense with a Deshaun Watson. If you're an offensive team, 
Yep. Go get that head coach. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. But if your identity is defense and you have Sam Darnold with no weapons, I'm sorry. I don't care who's coaching that offense. You're not going to be a powerhouse offensive team. Mm-hmm. So go to your strengths. Like that's like having Baltimore or Pittsburgh have a purely offensive coach and not defense. And not, it doesn't and make no sense. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. Like you get an offensive coordinator that can go for your things, but like it doesn't work. Like it's like Baltimore having a, a pure passing offensive coordinator, right? Mm-hmm. Like it wouldn't, no, that's not your identity. So go to your strengths and the Jets strengths is not offense. So even if Gates was that guy, no, I'm sorry. Like the Jets defense wasn't that bad. Nope. You know, I like know. they weren't. And doesn't like, it they had a good offense. I mean, if CJ Mosley mm-hmm. was was still was healthy and if they still kept Jamar Adams, that's still a really, you know, well, I'm strong not saying defense. they're not bad now, by the way. Just to be clear, they're horrible. No, no, I, I, see, now. no I, I see what you were I saying. I mean, last year, like, right. when he came, like if they, if had they kept defense. if they kept some of those same pieces intact this year, that's a good defensive or at least serviceable defensive team that they're just going to put out there. Cause you got two stars already on your defense, mm-hmm. you know, and now like, I don't, I don't get what the plan for the jets is, but it, it, it disgusts me to no end that a guy like Adam Gase, who clearly was in over his head in Miami, never mind the fact that he got this job in, 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 in New York, he was way over his head in Miami, way over his head. He still ended up making a playoffs one year, despite being the coach. I'm sorry. Like I it just, it, 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 I can't understand to me how you give this guy a second opportunity to run your program. You have three years in and he's done, but fuck all since he left Peyton Manning. He reminds but me of uh, back in the days, Todd Haley. Yeah. Remember, Todd Haley was like the big, uh, the big coaching hire. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, the offensive mind with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. They went to the Cardinals. Did fuck all there. Yeah, I feel like it was just because of one reverse wide receiver pass. Everyone was like, "Holy shit, this guy <laughs> is a genius!" Like, exactly. Like, like he had nothing in Arizona, and was out in leagues later. Then, so it's it's just like I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Like offense coordinators that are trying to be head coaches that should just know their like know their place. Or those Not offensive say, coordinators that knew uh, Sean McVay and then are getting jobs also. Yeah. And exactly. also about these coaches, like one thing, like. I get it. The Jets have not a lot of talent right now. I understand that. No coach there is making this a winning team right now. None. It's not happening. Right. But you're worse than you should be. And my, my problem with so many bad NFL teams right now is like, oh, well, look, they, like, okay, That's not to pick on you, but like the Eagles right now, we're talking about what people bring up weapons, right? Mm-hmm. O-line right. is a different story. By the way, O-line being hurt, 100% valid excuse. Hurts a lot, yeah. But the no weapons for a quarterback – if you're talking about no weapons and like he hasn't won a Super Bowl because he has no weapons or he's not leading the league in passing, fair. But if you're talking about just winning games and just being able to move the ball because a quarterback doesn't have any weapons and you're paying your quarterback $30 million, whatever your mm-hmm. team is, it's not an excuse because I just saw fucking Tua Tiger Viola play in his third career game, first yep. game, he didn't even have to really play because the defense and special teams won it. Right. He just had to manage the game. It was almost like an Alabama game for him. He didn't have to do shit. <laughs> True, he didn't. And, but at Alabama, he did. But I'm saying how Alabama used to win with bad quarterbacks. Oh, yeah, right? yeah like, absolutely. Yeah. This kid is different. He changed Alabama's entire offense. Yeah, he's special. Yeah. His second game played very well. I just watched this, this rookie quarterback who's been injured for a full year come back with no training camp, really, nothing. Mm-hmm. And in his third game, 
win a game with Salvin Ahmed getting 20-something-plus carries. Yep. Don't yep. fucking tell me enough. And Devontae Parker's a good receiver. Preston Williams is out. Like, he's throwing a Jakeem Grant. It doesn't matter, man. Right. Weapons are weapons. Like, yeah. everybody in the NFL has speed. Everybody can catch. Mm-hmm. Everybody – you make your weapons what they are. Like and the Aaron system Rogers, has to the system has to be predicated yeah, on what the weapons system you have. Is different. The yeah. system, I'll agree, but the weapons argument, I'm done with it, man. I'm done. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, Herbert Excuse. without Williams and Allen still is throwing for 250, no matter who is starting at receiver right now, because he's making the throws. You know what I mean? That's he's yeah. making the reads. That's it's about what I want playing to the position of quarterback and making the like said, Grant, making the throws, making the reads. Yeah. Like, weapons be weapons be damned. As long as you make the throws on time, your receivers are supposed to be where yeah. they're supposed to be. You make the plays. You're paid astronomical amount of dollars to make those plays. 30, 40, some, some cases, $50 million. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of the excuses. I'm I want so you to here, throw- here, here's a good question. Here's, here's a good segue to this. We got like about 10 minutes left. We're talking about the weapons and lack thereof, depending on, you know, which team you're operating with or, or you know, which, which offensive coordinator or which offense they're running. Is the jury out on Lamar Jackson? Yeah, I'm not Definitely. ready to say that. Uh, I, I think it is. I I, I haven't. I, I I've seen a lot of. Uh, I I think the jury is out, and I think like if you look at running quarterbacks, they always have like he had his his run in a sense. Like I don't like he might come back from this, but I don't think Lamar Jackson will show us the same things that he has shown us last year. In a sense, I think the mileage accumulates faster on a running quarterback and he just maybe needs to become more of a pocket passer, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I've seen him do the pocket. I, he can still pass. Like people that say he can't, he's not like Cam Newton's mechanics right now. Or like Cam, Cam got hurt and you see it. Yeah. And, it, and he's still able to win because he's smart and he's he's using what he has. Right. Like, right. I, I'll agree. It doesn't look good for Lamar Jackson right now. No. And he's got it now. Last week, I don't the weather. I, I write last week off, but it was with both teams year, too. It was on both yeah. sides, so yeah. But, the but it was even year, two weeks ago, like that, even two weeks ago. But again, he is twenty-five and six. Mm-hmm. Two of those, or three of those, or two of those, three of those losses are to Kansas City. Yeah. So against the rest of the NFL, he's twenty-five and three. Baltimore's defense is very good. Yes. But Ben Roethlisberger gets credit for playing on the Steelers for 10 years. Like, he still wins games. Mm. And I'm sorry, we're talking about running games. Mark Ingram isn't some world-beating running back. That's yeah. like uh, It's not like he has Saquon or Zeke or whoever, Kamara. He is the reason they were 25 – or they won the league last year record-wise. Mm-hmm. Is he taking a huge step back right now? Yes. Has his stock fallen? Absolutely. Have I seen other quarterbacks – have moments like this and bounce back? Yes. But Jerry is right. He needs to evolve in the sense that I brought up how weapons don't matter. I need to see more. And he has right. some okay weapons. He does. Mark Andrews. The problem is where Jerry said the book is out on him is that like it seems like down the middle of the field, he can throw it five yards, 10 yards, 50 yards. Yep. It's right? outside the numbers. That it's he's outside the numbers yeah. he's struggling with. Work on it. He has an arm. He's not a dumb court. Like he's not. It's going to take time, but they've got to get receivers that are good at, like, an Allen Robinson instead of a – Marquise Brown is not an outside-the-numbers guy. He's that's three, that's exactly where, yeah. yeah. Everybody they have is meant for the middle, and that's what people are stopping. They need to change the playbook, start throwing outside. That's Don't tell exactly, me he's not going to yeah, one out of three. You. 
That's exactly what I was about to say. Watch watch videos or go back to when Vic was playing with the Eagles and how he changed his game when he played for the Eagles, Mm -hmm. put in the same type of plays that Vic had when he played for the Philadelphia Eagles, and maybe something could happen. But he has to change his game a little bit now because thank you, Trex. I was going to say, like, it's definitely a coaching issue to me as well. Because at the end of the day, like, your offense is so run base that they're not even afraid of the motion that you're using anymore. I'm looking at these games that they're and I'm like, listen, man, you're not, they're not falling for this. Like they did last year. They're not, they're not even worried about the receivers outside anymore. Cause they know they're in there for one purpose. And that's really to block depending on the personnel that you put on the field. They're not scaring yeah. anybody. They, and that's where I was a bit surprised. I really thought they were going to open up the field for Lamar and regardless of the outside weapons that he does have. I thought they were going to open up the field and maybe just not key so much on the run game, but use it more to scare people where they could take shots downfield. They haven't done that at all this year. But I mean, even the interceptions are, uh, I mean, what what was it? Three in the last three weeks? I'm looking at his stats. I thought he had more interceptions than that. No, he well, doesn't actually, have that many. That's the thing. He no, just he only had five, in, but he only has 14 touchdown passes. Last year, how many touchdown passes did he have? Uh, he had 35. Oh, yeah, he's not getting close to that. He's not even reaching. No, but that's uh, fine. No, but that's the thing. Look, we know Just he can get it do going. it. He had 36 last year. Yeah, so, so he yeah. had 36 touchdowns and six interceptions last year with a mm-hmm. QB rating of 113. His QB rating is 95 right now. Yeah. yeah. Which is not terrible, but it's not great. MVP-ish. It's not something no, that yeah. you would he expect from an MVP quarterback. He set the bar still high already, so anything that falls below that, even if a good game for others mm-hmm. for him based on what we saw the body work from last season. It's kind of like a failure, but we knew yeah, he wasn't going to match that again this year. We had a feeling no, he, he was going to match it. And I'm people are taking away his strength. So the ceiling was so high already this year, mm-hmm. and especially coming to this year, based on what happened last year, everyone expects him to be MVP Lamar. Yeah. He's had some moments like that, but as a whole body work so far this season, let's just call it spade a spade. He's been, Average, average. But yeah. I mean, the season he had last year was just incredible. He dominated. Yeah, he like he, no, point. nobody came close to him. Like he right. was literally the runaway MVP by what week ten? Like last year, you knew he was going to win the MVP because he was just dominating the league. Nobody could stop him, and now he could be stopped now because people thought, "Oh, this guy won't be stopped." But now. It's I just crazy you- to say. Can you say they're not Super Bowl contenders right now? If Lamar and the offense plays where it is, yes, you can say they're not Super Bowl contenders. Mm-hmm. I still think if they get it together, they're a team that would be scary to play against. Right. But having said that, they should be winning running games, and last week was a pure running game, and New England dominated them yeah. on the line of scrimmage. Dominated them. So I'm worried about their defense, the run yeah. defense. Yeah. But having said that, the, the whole story of should they re-sign Lamar Jackson – Yes, you should yeah. fucking resign. <laughs> but he won't get Patrick year. Mahomes like, money. Yeah, but nobody else is Patrick Mahomes. Like, that's what's crazy to me. The right. Giants aren't even talking about moving on from Daniel Jones. He had a good game last week. He had one game last year. Like, Lamar is 25-3. and three. I know he's on a good team. I'm not saying it's just that. But he also won the MVP. This isn't Trent fucking Dilfer yeah. just uh, handing <laughs> off the ball. It's true. Is, it's true. The fact that we're talking about should they re-sign him because teams have figured out a way to make it difficult for them no give the guy a chance to grow and develop the same way we're giving daniel jones a chance or 
whoever else. Mitch Trubisky got he's gonna get another chance. He's the yeah. savior again now. I don't even understand. But Ooh. I he, think the missing pieces is, a, is a, a a true number one outside threat. That that offenses can key in on. That's what I think Lamar Jackson's missing. Like I just think that if he had that yes. one guy, <laughs> if he had if he had that DeAndre Hopkins. If he, imagine if he had DeAndre Hopkins instead of uh Just get Dez out there, man. Just get huh? Dez out there, man. He's ready. Yeah. He's ready, man. <laughs> get Dez out there. Yo, like I I just feel like you, you you give Kyler Murray that number one target that he can rely on. You give um Justin Herbert that number one target he can rely on. Like you, you gotta give your young quarterback an outside threat to work with. Someone where he can cook, man. Like Russell Wilson has fucking two of them. Give Lamar at least one. I mean, shit, man. Like, look, I don't know about you guys. Like, I, I don't feel the book is out or the jury's out on Lamar Jackson as being the, the franchise quarterback. I don't think so. But I don't think they're giving him enough help schematically and with the personnel being that lack of number one wide receiver threats. That's could all. It, like, but could it be that they were trying to be like after his season last year where they thought to themselves like, damn. We need to start saving money for this guy. But now they're realizing, like, damn, we can't give him that much money now anymore because we do have to build around him. I think it's a day and night compared from last year to this year Mm -hmm. for the future of the Ravens, in a sense. Last year, you you said, like, you probably thought, like, Lamar Jackson's our quarterback for the next 10 10 years, just like Patrick Mahomes. I still do. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. If he's you, not, I, if he's not, then there's not more than ten guys that are right. Now. That's my, that's yeah. my issue. It's like we're willing to say Herbert is because he's done it for six weeks, and I do think yeah. I'm not even saying he's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, no, I I'm know, just yeah. saying we're all sold on Tua, on Herbert, and on Burrow, but we're not sold on the guy who won MVP last year. Like uh, maybe Tua, Burrow, and them get defenses to go against their strengths too. Like exactly, the difference is teams game plan against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Mm-hmm. They were the they were one of the teams that, hey, we got to stop these guys. Yeah, it's hard when you're at the top to to keep it up. Like the Patriots, mm-hmm. it's probably the only team I've seen do it consistently. Yeah, and that's Bill Belichick that you're game planning against. That's why. Yeah, so, quarantine. People are at home watching videos probably all the time about other teams. So that's another thing. Like people had time to actually study Lamar Jackson. This was the Sports Jones podcast with Andrew Jones.